Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Common Geek Roundtable. Uh, I am your podcast director, Tom Van Orden, joined today by our man- editor-in-chief. I almost called you managing editor, and Adam's not even here today. Uh, editor-in-chief, R.C. Byler, and uh, copy editor, Ruth Day. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Hey. 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 What's up? Uh, pretty slow week, actually. Yeah, news is horrible. So we're not going to talk about news at all. We're talking about opinions, just hard opinions. That's, that's all we do anyway. We just give our opinions on the news. This is not – there's no change of pace here. I'm a hard news channel. I don't know what you're talking about. Everything okay over there across the table? <laughs> Welcome to our guest, Ruth. This is the first time she's ever been on a podcast, I think, ever in the history yep. of eternity. Yep, first time. First time I've ever been on a podcast. So she is a podcast newcomer. How is that? How's the experience treating you so far? I like the way the little things get bigger and smaller That's... when we talk. Oh, my God. She's referring to the levels on the yeah, program. We, I, I'm going to go ahead and turn the monitor this way. We're going to know this is an audio podcast, so only hear you yelling at them. <laughs> That's <laughs> not in fact. That, yeah. So we have a, we had a slow news week, so this week we are just going to yell at you for uh, approximately 35 minutes until you are begging for mercy. It's going to be really nice when you say 35 minutes and I'm going to edit it. It's going to be like 20. <laughs> it's be like 15 minutes of just uninterrupted screaming. You're like, but you were like... Ah, no, that specific segment of screaming wasn't as good as the rest. I have to cut it out. I mean, unending screaming sounds like just normal day in this house. That is probably true. Actually, just in this town in general. The other day I was sitting by the window over there, and I just happened to look out the window, and there was a guy getting out of his SUV... And there was another guy whose SUV was parked at the end of the corner, and he, the first guy got out of his car and just started screaming at this guy in the other car. And the guy in the other car, it, it like just based on how it looked, the guy in the other car had no idea who he was. Other car had it coming. Yeah, but he was just, he was just screaming at some random guy in the city. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a screamy kind of place. Screamy. I haven't ever noticed any screaming in this place. I mean, I thought, no, I don't know. Just our neighbors. Yeah, aren't are our neighbors loud? Not not our downstairs neighbors, but I've heard other neighbors screaming. I hear I hear our neighbors behind us do. Uh, they turn their music all the way up. It really bothers it, me. It it really it annoys only me. I'm the only person in this house that notices it. Which is weird because you share a wall with them. How don't you notice that? I don't know. I I mean I I I've noticed sometimes. Am I like never here? I, I I don't know. Or you're like uh, asleep. I guess I've taken. I've taken to. I've been taking to learn that that's your routine. Is that when you're not down here, you're just asleep. But and I'm even not, if I was, even if it's not true, yeah, even if it's not true, that's just where my brain is. So like, oh, you have to. I have to Ruth, ask Ruth a question. Nah, she's asleep. <laughs> I mean, it's probably a safe bet because if I were asleep and you woke me up, you know I'd murder you. Yeah, I would be dead. Mm-hmm. Unending pain. Because every single person in this house, myself included, and Meg included. We all know how to pick those locks for the pop locks. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew how... one time, we locked ourselves out of the bathroom. Yeah. That's really what our listeners want to know. Yeah, about how easy it is to break into bathrooms. All you need is a bobby pin. Actually, I think what our listeners want to know is, I've given you so much crap, Robert, about uh, your phone Mm -hmm. and how you had that Windows phone. Mm-hmm. on standby for we the, talked about this on the podcast before I yeah I, you had that windows phone on standby for like a year and a half mm-hmm. and uh on standby i mean yeah, no i meant i meant on standby like ready to be tagged in to your phone your active phone at any time um 
and you finally dropped the iPhone that you had in some water, and now you have switched to your Windows phone. Yeah, I talked to a guy at an iFixit store, and he was saying that they could probably like you know fix up the old one, and I might get that done just so that you know it's better than having just a broken phone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this week I moved over to Windows Phone. It's actually been pretty sweet. Um, Except you can't have Snapchat. That's the only thing I'm missing. It's the only it's a problem. A- active thing I'm missing from what I, my normal routine is Snapchat. I um, just I don't, I don't I like having Snapchat, but I would never consider it part of my normal routine. Like if you had a phone that couldn't have it, would you be upset? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be upset. I'd be disappointed. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, darn, no Snapchat, sorry guys, and then I'd just move on. I picked the right week, though, uh, because my password manager recently released a Windows Phone app. Um, we've got, you know, a recent update, so Cortana's up on it, uh, and then Slack uh, released an app just this week uh, for Windows Phone, so I've been able to guess. Um, I've noticed some shortcomings, like... The, the no front-facing camera? Uh, that's I mean I mean of the software, not specifically oh. of the hardware. <laughs> Although I've looked into it, there are some, I mean... Comparatively, there are a lot more affordable Windows phones than there are affordable Android phones. I believe it. Maybe not on the whole, but at least in terms of getting an official Microsoft, like Nokia one. Yeah. You, I got this for $30. Yeah. And I found a really, really good one with a front-facing camera and a 5-inch screen. It's like a 720p screen, but still. Um, but it was like $100, 130 that, maybe. That's not that's not bad at all. Whereas Probably because mo- no one wants a Windows phone. I was actually going to say the exact same thing. I mean, or they're being subsidized in order to increase market share. Yeah, that's probably true. They're- but realistically, I, I have been liking it. I just feel like it's definitely still behind. It's definitely still lagging behind. Um, I'm probably going to load the Windows 10 beta onto this mm-hmm. to try it out. But, like, for example, on the Facebook app, um, the one for iPhone and Android gives you access to, if you're a page manager... You get access to your stats. You get access to your ads. You can do all that from the phone. On this one, it'll give me a notification like, hey, someone liked the uh, link you published. But if I click on it, it views it just like it would any other page. It doesn't necessarily change Uh-oh. anything or give me any of the options that me as the manager would get. Gotcha. Or same thing with Twitter. Like, you can do those inline, like, retweets where it shows the tweet itself mm-hmm. with your commentary. Yeah, you don't have the option to do that. I have the option. To, I don't have the option to do it. And when I see one, all it is is whatever their commentary is and a link to the tweet. That's so weird. I mean, it's exactly what it was before they got that update, so it's definitely like one or two updates behind, which yeah. is unfortunate. Well, that's... I haven't tried the Instagram beta, but I hear that's running into a similar issue. Like, it doesn't Inst- have the oh, private messages or whatever. That... There's not a full release for Instagram on that? Uh, no, it's still in beta. But I'm just saying, like, even the full releases for Twitter and Facebook aren't right. caught up with their Android and iPhone counterparts. I mean, I can't imagine they would. There was a while ago, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, there was a big hullabaloo on the internet. Because everybody was saying that hullabaloo, hullabaloo. it was a hullabaloo, um, where the internet was saying that the Android app for Facebook was going to get pushed more updates faster, because Mark Zuckerberg had an iPhone, or not? He didn't have. He dropped his iPhone and got an Android phone. So everybody was like hullabalooing about how, oh my gosh, Facebook on Android is going to get so much better. And I mean, they've been I mean, exactly the same. Much, yeah, on par with each other. Yeah. So, but yeah, I like the phone. Honestly, I'm gonna work on keeping. I'm gonna work with it for a little while, and then I think I'm gonna write a review for it. That's cool. I think I do think that on the cheaper end of the spectrum, I do find that I would rather have a cheap Windows phone than a cheap Android phone. Yeah, I would probably literally have my toenails ripped off by pliers than have a cheap Android phone. I like that because yeah. they're. I had the first phone I ever had was the Droid Aris. Mm. That was the first smartphone I ever had. Was the Droid Aris? That was an HTC. Yes, it was the budget model. When Verizon first started publishing Android phones, they had the Aris, which was the cheap 
droid. It was like the cheap version. I upgraded the Aris to Android version 2.3, and it made the phone unusable <laughs> because it was the update was just so poorly optimized for it. I just ever since then I've been really wary of like the cheap Android phones. Well, I mean, my mother has uh, the Moto G, which is not the most basic budget model for Moto's lineup. It's the next one up, and it's pretty decent. You know, I would say this is definitely the this is the Nokia Lumia 530, mm-hmm. and it's definitely a bit slower than that. But again, I think there's a lot less expected out of a phone that's below $100 compared to the Moto G, which would be uh, 180 or the Moto. E, which is their cheapest model for one thirty. I do think that uh, I do think that I, especially I wouldn't want an Android phone that was less than a hundred dollars. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> well, they're working. I know Google's been pushing on it. Uh, Android One. It's supposed to be their idea for um, how do I put this? Developing countries. Like I think they've specifically just started releasing in Africa. The idea is to have these kind of decently stable below one hundred dollar phones to try to get more market share in developing countries. So. On the opposite spectrum of fifty dollars, um, yeah, you looked over here like you knew what was up when I said the opposite spectrum of fifty dollars. Uh, Ruth recently purchased something that I would say is literally the opposite of fifty dollars. What is the opposite of fifty dollars? It's a lot more than fifty dollars. Oh, okay. my three thousand dollar MacBook. Your three thousand dollar MacBook Pro. So With Retina display. Oh okay, yeah. So have you? Did your other uh, your previous MacBook have a Retina? No, they didn't even make them. Do you uh, do you notice the difference between it and the Retina? Yes. Was it worth the extra like two thousand dollars to get it? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a Mac it person. It was extra like three hundred. Yeah, it wasn't that much extra, and like I think what made it like more than like say fifteen hundred as opposed to like, and the main difference is like the side got a fifteen inch instead of a thirteen inch, mm-hmm. and I got like the next like the mid grade of those I, I don't know anything about specs but um like you got I an get, i7 with a 256 gig solid state as opposed to the one that's right up beneath it um yeah that one's an probably I an i5 five with uh either a 256 or 128 gig solid state yeah he was with me when i bought it so he knows all the specs i don't know anything she but, was yeah. just like she was like uh, you know, a vast majority of Apple's user base, and they were—you were just like, "Here, take this money and give me a computer." Yes, that's exactly how I. Want. But they've also gave her. A, she gave him a bunch of money. They gave her a computer, and everything about it works for her out of the box. Yeah, so. no, I—I I didn't say it was a bad thing. I'm just okay. saying that, like, it just—that's how every person I know that owns a Mac or like an Apple product is exactly like that. They're like, "Yeah, I don't know anything about the specs of this thing." Every couple of years, I just throw money at Apple, and they give me a new computer. Well, Microsoft's starting to do that because they have the Microsoft stores that are slowly expanding. Um, yeah, the nearest one here is only 100 miles away. It's in Delaware. I've been there before. <laughs> to Delaware, the state? No, I've, I've been, been I've been to the too. Microsoft store in Delaware. Oh, okay. I don't remember the That's name of the... That's miles, right? No, no. It's, it's like 40, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I went to the one in Boston, and it was really nice. Like, they had... I felt... A, a very similar to the Apple atmosphere of like, hey, this guy's going to come over and talk to you, but he's not going to really be pushy. Um... And, the opposite of a car salesman. But they're also offering uh, that kind of, uh, like, it's called Microsoft Signature. It's like an extra $100 where they go through and they install everything you want and set it up so that, like, when you get it, it's just, like, ready to go. My only question, about, my only question about that is, though, so they'll install everything I want. Will they uninstall everything I want? Yeah, yeah. The idea is that you get no bloatware. Um, like, it's only what you want on it, basically. That was, in my experience, the most beautiful part of building my own PC mm-hmm. was opening up windows and just having nothing it was like internet explorer file explorer 
And I was like, this is amazing. I have to say, that's been my one gripe with Windows 10, is that they have some... I mean, I, I use them, but the fact that there are certain apps that you can't uninstall, like Weather and uh, Xbox and I think like a couple others, like they're built into the system. Yeah. Which I understand is going to give you increased functionality, but I was just like, when I was going through and uninstalling the apps I didn't want, I hit one, and I was like... I don't think I'm ever going to use this. Right-click, no uninstall option. I That's like, brutal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're I, on yours, too. Huh? They're on yours, too. Oh, I know. Oh. I just haven't bothered to look through. Yeah. Because I'm I'm very much a, uh, a taskbar user mm-hmm. for Windows. Like, I only go into the start menu to, hit, to go to the search and search for an app that I need. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's not on my taskbar or immediately right there on the programs menu, I don't notice it. Ruth, did you have to uninstall anything when you got when you got yours? Was there anything, or was there anything missing that you wanted? Um, GarageBand. Uh, she needed that. Did they do away with GarageBand? No, I'm saying was it pre-installed in your neck, I, your MacBook? I don't. I don't. I haven't seen it actually. Because I, as I, I thought <laughs> I remembered hearing that GarageBand had to be something that you had to download through like that the store now. It's possible because I don't think it's on this one. Um, no. Um, I haven't really felt like I didn't uninstall anything. I did take a lot of stuff off of the main the dock dock thing. Oh yeah, it's like the crap you're never gonna use. Yeah, and yeah, I need to obviously still install Microsoft Office and stuff. But I was, I was my next question was if you had installed it yet. No, I was gonna wait till Kingston gave me a their a new email address, but they haven't yet. So, mm. Kingston, what's that? <laughs> I've never heard of that before. <laughs> it's the place where I'm going to be going to grad school. Oh, my gosh. Wait, did you really never hear the name of her? No, name? I actually had no idea. I legitimately had no clue. <laughs> She's going to a college for making flash memory. Kingston. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. I had to catch up. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, Kingston, where – is it in London? Like it's, I, It's just outside. Like, it's basically in London. It's in West London, but it's, like, not in the – like, where you can get to it by the tube. You have to take, take buses places. Oh. So, it's not, like – in. No subway for you. Well, I guess you will. Will you subway and then bus? No, I'm just gonna live there. Oh, I guess that's true. <laughs> so when you go, so when you want to go into town, though, are you gonna subway then bus or bus then subway, whatever the way? Or walk? I don't know how close everything will be. Well, I mean, you know, what? know more once you get there, basically. Yeah. You know what's always crazy to me when talking about like it's other- called the tube there. Okay, I understand it's the subway in New York. No, but I'm saying. And in other places. Yeah, I was saying subway is the term for what it is. Like, I don't... The tube. But, I mean, there are cultural differences. I'm saying, like, in America, it's not only a subway in New York. Like, they have subways in uh, yeah. Boston, Boston Chicago. Boston, they call it the T. They, yeah, I but they, they I always thought. assumed that was, like... No, no. It's okay, so specific. let's let's rewind. The actual mechanism, the train that is underground, is called a subway. Every single place uh, tends to have their own names. Like, in Philadelphia, it's SEPTA. SEPTA runs their subway. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what I mean. I thought, I thought the T in Boston was just the, whoever ran It's like the, the transport. Short. I'm yeah, sure the, the T short. stands yeah, for but transport. Yeah, if you call it the subway in London, they probably won't know it. They'll think you're talking about a sandwich. I understand. They probably well, won't like, even think that because no, over there they, they probably no, they call it a hoagie. There. They have subways But you're going to argue that it's a more prevalent term as a sandwich there? <laughs> yeah, I, would, I think so. Because I think if they were to call it anything besides the tube, that they would call it the metro or something. The metro is, is uh, Washington, D.C. And? Oh. Paris and Paris. I did not know that. I I'm not very cultured. I'm always amazed. I'm always amazed when like I see these stupid posts online that compare the size of places. 
Mm-hmm. Like the Well, you know what? They might call it the underground in the, as, instead of the tube, instead of the subway or the tube. Ah. Uh, no, but so I'm always amazed when I see these maps comparing the size of places. Like how many things can fit in Africa? Like no, but like so the entirety of uh the British part of the United Kingdom can fit in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Our state is huge. Mm-hmm. America is a very large, sprawling Yeah, it's a big place. Yes. It's just I know, and I always knew that, but it just always it always startles me to to think about it. Cause like you can cross entire countries in the amount of time it would take you to drive across Pennsylvania. Yeah. Think about Rhode Island. How many Rhode Islands fit into Pennsylvania? I wonder how many Rhode Islands fit in the United Kingdom. <laughs> Probably a lot. Like, the entirety of the United Kingdom? Let's go with just the British part. Okay, yeah. Um, all of the United Kingdom or is... The, the English part? English part, yes. Thank you. It's really complicated. It's super duper complicated. The whole naming scheme of the United Kingdom yeah, area really is. is so confusing. Is they're really united. Confusing. Yeah, so they're so, so that united that you can't tell what's going on. I was going to actually say that's a bad argument because we are the United States and we are 50 different places with each has its own capital. Yeah, I actually, have you ever seen that? There was like a BuzzFeed video or something like that where it was like they get foreigners to try to figure out where states are. I've uh, never seen that. It's amazing. <laughs> are you sure it's BuzzFeed? I, it might not be BuzzFeed. I, I have no idea who did it. I'll have to try and find that. But I was like, there's like a video somewhere where they got a bunch of foreigners, and they were like, okay, now where is Pennsylvania? And they were like, uh... But the, I bet they knew where Texas and California were. They probably knew where Everybody Texas was. knows where Texas and California were. Texas, California, and Florida. Yeah, I'm just saying, those places like, ex- uh, and New York probably. You know, Maybe not. They know New York City, but New York State is kind of like New York State. Otherwise. New York State is a separate entity from New York City. Yeah, so it's always weird to me, like growing up up in North Jersey where I did, um, how differently people treat New York City and then the rest of New York. Everybody's right. just like, oh man, let's go to the city, and then everybody's, but like they're like, oh yeah, I have relatives that live up in not the city part of New York, and they're like, nah, <laughs> now nah, we're fine. We don't need that. Guys, do you want to go to Utica? Yeah, no, we're good. Uh, all, I guess there's all, Albany, right? I don't, the I don't honestly. Yeah, and then there's Buffalo. Buffalo, that was the other one. I'll say it's Buffalo, Ithaca. I know. A few places I know besides. Yeah. I, I will admit I know fuck all about the geography of uh, that place, New York. I only know the city. And even that, I'm I'm so bad with cities that I can't. You just like to stay in your neck of the woods? Yeah. Like, I know where things are in Lancaster, and that's great for me. What about in uh, New Jersey? What about the Jersey Dome? The Thunder Dome. You mean the roving wasteland where Chris Christie and his gang of bandits? What if there was the streets? What if there was actually still a state like that? Like I always think that, like, like a, a no man's land. Yeah, like I always think about that, like when watching like westerns. Like, what if the world was still like that, where we had like cars and technology, yeah, but I, also like no laws. Yeah, there's like there's like a section out west that there's just no laws. Don't ever go there. Colorado. No. Well, Colorado's getting there. <laughs> Yeah, they're almost as similar. Wait, wait, you're saying that Colorado's reaching, like, apocalypse levels? Oh, no, just... That's what I associate levels. with this kind of scenario. Like, there's on- only things that happen that are apocalypse-based that cause I, these issues. And I, I always I always bring this up, and I always wonder, is, like, how bad was the Old West actually? Because, like, we... Probably pretty bad. I would say, but we see it, like, through the eyes of, like, cinema and, and stories and stuff. I think stuff. the Old West likes to romanticize the idea of, like, cowboys versus Indians, which was never, like, as yeah. big a thing as... 
Yeah, it was a lot like the U.S. Army versus the Native Americans, and then every now and again, in order to retaliate, the Native Americans would come back and kill a bunch of people, and then. But also, like there was also like a lot of cooperation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lewis and Clark, for example. I guess there wasn't a lot of indoor plumbing. No. I think like when that became prominent. In- See, no, but it's weird because it's weird when you think about it because like. The old the old West era of the United States started dying out in like the 1900s, like mm-hmm. the 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 beginning, like 1911 ish. Meanwhile, back on this side of the world, we're starting to like fly planes. Yeah, and- like all this stuff is happening, and they're out there still shooting each other and pooping in pits. Well, like my uh, grandmother talks about how she had to use an outhouse. So, really? Yeah, but that was in South Dakota. Okay, well, yeah, South Dakota is probably my grand and pops. On my mom's side, who lived in Virginia, don't necessarily have outhouse memories. Have outhouse memories, though. My pops on my grand side is on my mom's side is like my oldest grandparent, and he grew up during the Depression, so I mm-hmm. can't imagine that he wouldn't have had in plumbing. Yeah. Hmm. Things we ponder. Well, I uh, my favorite thing is my dad knew somebody that. Uh, grew up or uh, that lived on the road that he grew up on in North Jersey um, who refused uh, the the it actually got to the point where the city that they lived in had to intervene and get this woman to tear down her outhouse because she would not like it was like some like legal thing for the township or whatever like she had to have an indoor toilet she could not have an outhouse and she was like, no, I must have an outhouse. And she, like, would fight them on it. And eventually they had to come in and make her put in a bathroom. That seems mean. But it also seems to me, like, why? I don't know. They're bridging the freedom. Yeah, and also, like, what if she wants to, like, have a composting toilet or something? I mean, I guess, but human... she? <laughs> I, I don't know. But all as long I'm... as she keeps it cleaned out and stuff, like, I don't see what the problem would be. I mean, besides the fact that human waste is, like, terrible for fertilizer... Well, no, you use it to fertilize things that you don't eat. No, but I meant it's just like it just doesn't have the nutrients that a lot of plants need. But like, you can use it on trees and flowers and shit. You probably can, but I don't can know. We curse on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you not hear how many times he said "fuck"? Fuck. No, no I don't hear that from him anymore. It's, it's just like your filter just doesn't hear me say the word "fuck" anymore because no, you say it so much. Like, you know. Yeah. I, I've always been one of those people that would use that word as punctuation. Basically. I know. Just like LOL. Do you use LOL as punctuation on your phone? Not really. I mean... I noticed that you use it. For it. I use emoticons. See, I don't ever use emojis, like, ever. Unless I'm talking to Megan. And I'm like, I'll very subtly say that I want to get a dog by sending her, like, five emojis of a dog. And you'll let her know why you're, that you're coming home with, like, hand signs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hand sign uh, water drops, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, cause I read an I read an article today, not today. Uh, I read it yesterday. Uh, apparently, Facebook did a study. This is the most inane thing that they could have possibly done with all of the power that they had in the world. Their study concluded that "ha ha" has replaced "lol." I see that. I can believe that. I believe yeah. It. Yeah. But see, well, ha ha is kind of like "lol" feels kind of lame. Like it's like past you know i mean functionally that it is is because the reason lol really developed is because it was a shorter way of saying laugh out loud and you couldn't really do that very well on a t9 phone yeah i don't know it's just like it's to me to me when i'm typing or texting saying haha does have more meaning because like i'll just throw lol into a conversation like, like 
as yeah, like it's like it's punctuation, like every other word. But like when it actually something genuinely makes me laugh, it's haha. I also sometimes feel that it's necessary when talking to people, especially like my mother, uh, when you're texting, to put LOLs in it so that they know that you're not being serious. Please don't take what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't always work, though. Yeah, no. Um, I know, since my mom's not going to hear this. <laughs> I recently discovered that she, I am pretty certain she doesn't know what mm-hmm means. Uh, oh, M-H-M? Yeah. Like, she asked me a question, I said, mm-hmm, I got a whole bunch of, like, panicked exclamation, or question marks that were in response, and oh, I just wrote, my God. yes. <laughs> that's, uh, that's wrong. But I'm imagining that happening in an actual conversation where I'm, like, question, mm-hmm, what? What, what is? Yeah, that's really super weird. <laughs> Things you could say when no one's gonna hear them. That's all right. You know my, uh, so here we go, something that I can say because nobody's gonna hear it. My grandmother... You know, my grandmother does not know how to text properly. It's not terribly. Well, no, it's okay, but she she'll but she unlike most people that don't know how to text, she will still try to. Yeah, but my grandmother she, just doesn't. She has given up on this whole thing though, because now instead of actually text typing full text, she just sends you the letters. Okay. No matter what you say, you'd be like, "Grandma, I was just in a very serious car accident. I'm on my way to the hospital." Okay. Every response feels passive aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Grandma. <laughs> she'll just start sending K. Grandma, I'm gay. Okay. <laughs> no! So, yeah. I, people in technology. The, the, the feelings that are lost in communication when we remove the human element. Well, that's why I keep seeing this uh, I keep seeing this post about Albert Einstein. Yeah, it was Einstein. He was a guy. Yeah, rolling around uh, like on the internet where he's like, I fear that one day technology will surpass human interaction and then we will truly have a generation of idiots. And I don't know if that's even a real quote. Probably not. It sounds, Einstein's misquoted a lot. Yeah. Einstein. Everyone. I was just saying. Yeah. Like, hey, Abraham Lincoln. Freaking Abraham Lincoln is misquoted on my beer glass. Really? Yeah, he never said. So this is the worst part. The actual quote that is on there, mm-hmm. and then they add, and beer at the end. It's like, I am a firm believer in the people given the right truth or whatever. They will reach certain conclusions and beer, like whatever. It's basically saying that if you are honest with people and give them beer, they will support you. Uh, he never even said the original quote, and then the and beer part was added by a beer company. I mean, I'm not surprised by that last part. I I kind You were disappointed, I'm sure. I was, yeah, I was disappointed. I wasn't surprised, but at the same time, I was kind of like, he lived in a time period where, like, beer was, like, just a normal thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like Prohibition era is where it cut off, and all of a sudden beer was like this, ugh. And now we're kind of getting back up into that. Was beer really that common then? I always feel like, I don't know, whenever I see an old West, like, because we're back to that time period, <laughs> I always think about whiskey. That's why I always think it's like the beer, the uh, drink of choice. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's probably, the probably the problem with beer in the Old West was how the hell do you keep it cold? Yeah. Well, no, they didn't start chilling beer until, like, Pabst Blue Ribbon. PBR is responsible for cold beer? Mm-hmm. Like, Ugh. I can't remember which World's Fair it was, but... Um, which is where Pabst won its blue ribbon. Oh, um, yeah. that's cool. And it but was like, still. it was, it was this, I can't remember who, which world fair it was, but I think it was like late 1800s or early 1900s. Mm-hmm. And the re, the way Pabst won their blue ribbon was they were the first one to have the idea to chill beer. Interesting. So that's, cool. Yeah. I can't and now it was. it was like the world's fair in Chicago, whichever. Huh. That was. That's interesting. Why don't we have those anymore? We do. There is when, yeah, where, what? I think the last one was in Beijing. I've literally it was really recently. I, I know nothing about this. I know there were Olympics in Beijing. 
Yeah, the last or are the there last going to be? I forget. There already was. Okay. Back in 2008? Mm-hmm. I, uh, my family is much more of a Winter Olympics type of people. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom is obsessed with the Winter Olympics. I like both. Uh, summer she Oli- really does. Summer I Olympics, really do. the Summer Olympics kind of get boring, I guess, because a lot of the sports that they play in Summer Olympics are sports that are on American TV anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, oh, man, let's go watch football. And I'm like, but Why? Ruth, you're also very only, it seems, at that time, but very uh, World Cup. Yes. Yeah. I like the World Cup, too. Didn't you want... You did, okay, it was the... Only, that's the only time I hear you talk about soccer. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, well, football? Well, Olympics, Men's football. World Cup, and Women's football. World Cup. Yeah, I would say, because you, you just watched the Women's World Cup in our house. Like, well, Yeah, I watched the finals. I couldn't watch the rest of it, because we didn't get those channels. But I can only watch the finals. But we won by a lot. Well, when you are in England, you can get whatever channels you want. Yeah, but is there going to be a World Cup while I'm in England? Mm. I mean, like, how often does it happen? Every, every it's every two four, years. It's every yeah, it's every no, it's every four years. It's every four years for each gender, so yeah, it's every two one, years. But the men's one is right before the women. Yeah, it's like the year before, so I guess it's like every so three. Unless oh, yeah. uh, I say you have to start, you know, you have to find a good English husband to extend your visa. Yeah, basically, that's my only. Or men, or men in the UK, if you're listening. Yeah, or, Expo 2015 is held in Milan. Really? So it's still going on. And the and Expo 2017 will be Astana, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, okay. Is, uh, is Tony Stark going to be there? Probably. It's the Stark Expo. Wait, okay, so rewind. Um, that scene in that movie... That was uh, Iron Man 2? To Iron Man 2. The one, You know how it was like a major plot point, like something about his dad and like... Oh, the, I'm sorry, the 20... 20 sorry, 20, 2010 was in Shanghai, not Beijing. Sorry. Interesting. That's I just so weird. I never thought about that. That would be a, still a thing that was happening. And twenty twenty will be in Dubai. Dubai. It's every ten years. Wait, you're okay. Dubai. Or every five years. Yeah. Sorry, every five years. Countries in the world. No. No. I think no. Dubai. So okay. So here's the story about Dubai. The government of Dubai. It's first off, Dubai is a city. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh The the city of Dubai. The government is so like corrupt and rich mm-hmm. that they keep funneling money into the city and making like these amazing high rises and stuff like that. That's what I always think of. they just gigantic city. It's like an amazingly large city in the middle of the desert that nobody lives in. Hmm. It's like an abandoned hellscape. If you ever played uh, Spec Ops The Line. I did not. Spec Ops The Line is about Dubai. Spec Ops The Line from what I've heard from you is a sadness simulator. Don't ever play that game. You will feel horrible as a person. You'll never want to play Modern Warfare ever again. So... Actually, yeah, go play Spec Ops. <laughs> so the World's Fair in Milan is going to be going until October um, 31st, and uh, maybe I'll go. That That's that's so cool, though. That So, okay, sorry, I want to get back to Iron Man really quick. Uh, so what, was Did that a... not understand the plot to Iron no, Man? No, no, I understand. Help? Yeah, can you please tell me why he had the board? Like, what is a board? Okay, no, uh-huh. Do you try to work an, uh, a, an impression to every podcast? No, you're, I, I don't. I think you're pretty par for the course right now. I might actually be, but I do. I, I did have a lot of trouble believing Mickey Rourke as a, uh, Russian. a Russian scientist guy. Yeah. It was, anyway, so what about... Uh, was it the Stark Expo back in like the 30s or 40s or whatever that his dad left in the clues? Or was that actually a World's Fair? Stark Expo. Okay. So in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the World's Fair doesn't exist. Not that it doesn't. No, 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 it does exist because it was in. I am like ninety nine percent positive that is where uh, oh, they showed it? off Captain America for the Captain, first time. No, no, not where they showed off Captain America. Where Captain America 
saw oh god what is his name Tony Stark's dad Howard Stark Howard Stark where they saw Howard Stark showcasing his prototype for a flying car and I'm 99% positive that that was at the, the World's, World's Fair, Fair and not Spark, yeah, Stark because Expo. that was before like he was starting to get big as like an inventor in that universe but it wasn't quite like to the point where he had his own expo Did they, and they changed actors like halfway through the Marvel Cinematic Universe I mean John Slattery who played him in Iron Man 2 only appeared for that one movie and then ever since then, it's been I forget his name. That guy, he's, he's awesome though. Every that time guy, I see yeah. him, he's an amazing Howard Stark. Which, oh, the guy he was in uh, Agent Carter. Okay, cool. and also I like him. I'm trying to think what else he was. Captain in, America, Captain America, the Winter, or, uh, not the Winter Soldier, the uh, the first Avenger. You know what's interesting? I was just thinking about this. In uh, did they show any flashbacks in the Winter Soldier? Back to, like, the 40s? Yeah. Or did that movie take place entirely in the modern era? I mean, it had, like, two flashbacks that dealt with uh, Cap and Bucky. Okay, yeah. When they were kids. I just, I don't know. I think that it's so funny that about how much of a Captain America's backstory is in the 40s history mm-hmm. and how very infrequently they reference it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Winter Soldier was just a good film. Yeah, it was so good. It was really good. I liked it. I think it might might be my favorite Marvel movie. I would say if you talk to most people, it's either, it's going to come down to I think to Winter Soldier or Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, oh yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is so good. <laughs> I uh, oh, I Chris Pratt. That was I was say that was the movie that I I sat down and I was like Chris Pratt. I want you in everything. I haven't seen a lot of Marvel movies twice, and I think that might be part of the problem. Yeah, like I've seen like the Avengers like eight your prerequisite eight times, um, three in theaters. And How many then, times did you see the Avengers? I think I've seen it twice. Have you seen Age of Ultron? No. Age of Ultron was really good. I do still need to see Age of Ultron. I well, still... at this point, you're... oh no, it's probably still in theaters. Let's no, be it's realistic. coming out on Blu-ray soon. Yeah, cool. it doesn't matter. The... I, I don't know. I guess I could say DVD, but uh, no, I was going to say the Avengers, the first one, was yeah. in theaters up until two months before the Blu-ray came out, which is a pretty long time. That's because they kept making money. Pretty yeah. Bad money. Speaking of Chris Pratt and making money, how about that Jurassic World? Pretty good. I liked it a lot. I also I've, haven't seen that. You should see that. If my, you enjoy the original Jurassic Park, you'll probably like it. Well, my thing about it is is I'm just sad that it broke all those records, and those records are only going to stand for another three, four months. Till what comes out? Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Because also, that's, why, that's why Jurassic World made so much money is because it appeals to literally every demographic, and I don't think there's anything in the world that appeals to every, every demographic more than Star Wars. Yeah. They're going to make a shitload of money. I've never seen Schindler's List. Which demographic does Schindler's List apply to besides the Jewish one? Megan. She loves... I mean, everyone can appreciate World War II history. Meg loves uh, Schindler's List. She loves everything related to learning about, like, World War II history stuff. She wants to go to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. when we go next. And I told her she can walk in there by herself. I'll go and find something else to do. I mean, I like World War History, too, but, like... World War History 2? World War II History 2? Yeah. Well, I like both World Wars, okay? Okay, sorry, jeez. jeez. Anyone else find that a weird statement? World War History 2? No, that I really enjoy uh, World Wars. Is, is world War History. Duh. History. Yeah. Hey, guys. No, but I, I don't want to go anywhere near that museum. I don't want to... Oh, my gosh. Sadness? Yeah, mostly because I... Unless... Unless you can preface it with something that seems like it would make me happy, I don't want to do things that make me sad. Yeah, that's probably why I haven't seen Schindler's List. But then again, I also really like things that make me sad, so... Every time we, me and Meg sit upstairs and scroll through Netflix, and she's like, ooh, look at this movie, look at this movie. I'm like, I can tell by looking at the picture on this, it's just going to make me sad. I don't want to see it. And then she's like, oh, but The Fault in Our Stars. I'm like, if you ever suggest that again, I'm breaking up with you. 
Fault in Our Stars is so good, though. Yeah, it I makes know. Kind of happy, and then it makes you cry a lot. Paper Towns yeah. is really good. You saw the movie? Oh, I haven't yeah. seen the movie. He was yet. at VidCon, yo. It, like, no, it wasn't. They didn't play it at VidCon. Oh, we went after uh, Ashley and I. Oh, but it was a it was a pretty good adaptation. Uh, they changed some stuff, but I mean, nothing that made it worse. I say like hashtag movie industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had to take out Sea World. Yeah, that was the one big thing that they took it in, in the opening of the book. There's a scene where they go to Sea World, and they did not have that in the movie. <laughs> Why not? Uh, SeaWorld has been a bit of a kerfuffle. Oh, kerfuffle. Uh, a hullabaloo. hullabaloo. yeah. Yeah. I still haven't seen that documentary either, and I refuse oh, to I watch it. I had to watch it, it for a cl- I had to watch uh, Blackfish, you mean, right? Yeah. That uh, was really good. Yeah, I had to watch it for a class. I, but see, okay, so here's the thing. I was, as a child, I would say I was raised on free, the Free Willy movies. Mm-hmm. So I can't watch, I can't be sad about Orcas. I can't do it. And you don't want something to make you sad about Orcas? Yeah, either? I don't want to think about it. I'm not saying I'm not. Dissonance. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that if I can't, if I don't think about it, I won't be sad. Okay. And that's my entire. Again, it comes right back to it. I just don't like doing things that make me sad. Mm-hmm. I don't get people There's like that. Too much that. of that in your real life. Yeah, I know. Ooh. So sad. Harsh. There's too much of that in everybody's real life. But then there's things that make you happy, like your Android watch. Yeah, it's all right. I, I still, I have yet to see any of these improvements that you were talking about. I mean, did you go and update it? What my watch? I don't know. Does it automatically update? I haven't really. Uh, I think the program on my phone updates. Okay, I think that's how that works. Maybe it's just the watch faces that you use haven't gotten the new update. That might be it too. Maybe they just haven't made it happen. The new update's supposed to allow them to like get more out of the watch without having to really get into it. You can just like tap it to get more info as opposed to like swiping through and going to different functions. Yeah, because there's mm-hmm. there's like eight screens that you have to swipe through to see your uh, like your steps, like the pedometer. Mm-hmm. You have to like swipe up like five times and then to the right like four times and then hit a button. It's that in sounds, it's infuriating. Complicated. Yeah, I mean not all of the functions are that. Infuriating. No, but at that one it just happens to be where that menu option sits. That actually reminds me, I wanted to ask you about this. Can you change where like apps are? Like, can you change the order of the apps? No, they're alphabetical order. Oh, okay. I mean, you might. I've never actually tried. I only have like four apps installed in the watch, so. That's just what I and then there's the ones that they have installed by default, like Find My Phone, which I have used to great success several times. Yeah. The other day, it was in the kitchen, and uh, I think, Robert, you told me it was in the kitchen. Was that was that yeah. you or was that Meg? Yeah. It was in the kitchen. I was like, no, it's not. And I was like, Find My Phone. And then it started ringing, and you were like, hey, it's in the kitchen. I was like, Damn. Does it just make the phone ring or something? Mm-hmm. Even, even if it's on Yeah, uh, even silent. if it's on silent, oh, it makes cool. the phone ring, which I like a lot. Actually, I was pretty surprised that the Bluetooth signal was strong enough to reach from here in the office all the way out to the kitchen. Oh, yeah. I was like, because that one doesn't have Wi-Fi that it would connect through that. It does have Wi-Fi, actually. Oh, it yeah. Is it connected to the Wi-Fi? Might have just done it. Yeah, it, it is connected to the Wi-Fi. I actually don't know at this point. Hmm. Because, hmm. Actually, because I was down here right next to the router, so I guess the Wi-Fi might have actually been working for the first time. Yeah, there's no option for me to toggle Wi-Fi. It just, I guess it just does it. I don't really know how it works. I assume it's kind of like uh, Project Fi, where it just chooses whatever's the best option at the time. Say, so, yeah, it just, you know, it just sits on my wa- my wrist and gets my blood type and whatever Google needs to know about me. Gets your blood type? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just like to, I like to play into the Big Brother fears of Google. Yeah, I had a conversation with someone today about Windows 10 about he was everybody was telling him that it means that you're being spied on and i'm just like he told me that he got a mac recently i was like no more so than apple spying on you too yeah i mean everybody and, and google and whoever like you know and again spying i'm using that as a very loose term like gathering information so they can do the things that you want your device to be able to do isn't and really advertise to you yeah yeah and i i mean 
not for nothing, but Windows then, in that case, probably would spy on you less than um, than Google. your MacBook would because if you have a MacBook and an iPhone, they can also get your phone stuff. Nobody has Windows phones, so they don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm secure. You probably are... Maybe? That's a question. Can viruses from Windows PCs no. transfer... Okay. I don't know how viruses work. I'm not a malicious person, so I never think about them. Yeah. You just don't get them. I just don't. Because, like, between Chrome and the four or five different types of antivirus software I have on my computer... Four or five? Well, yeah, there's the ones that, like, came installed by default. There's one. Windows Defender. Or Windows oh, well, I was, I was counting, I was counting um, malware bytes too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mal- it, I have, I have so it's I have three. Seen. I have three then. It'll be Defender, Malware Bytes, and Avast. Hmm. And I guess on my other PC, it had uh, McAfee installed. I don't have any. That's because you don't need it. So I've got a MacBook Yet. Pro. I was going to say, I mean, what? There have been some exploits over the last year. It's not completely invaluable. It's... I was going to say, if anything, um, from what I've gathered, Mac users are more likely to be tricked into giving out their information than for it to be actually like broken into and stolen from them tricked into giving out their information i mean like yeah all you have to do is make a pop-up show and be like hey this is greg from apple and you're like yeah that would probably make sense not you you. specifically but there are people out there because that's that's the problem is that most people that get like macbooks and iphones and things like that aren't aware of what they are capable of doing out of the box so the second that a little pop-up shows up, it's like, hey, I'm Greg from Apple. Is there anything I can help you with today? Just need your social security number. I mean, and especially... <laughs> you always go right for the social. <laughs> a good hacker knows to always go for the social. Um, so that they can get denied for 50 different credit cards with mine. But no. Uh, credit, credit score of 10. I didn't even know that was possible. But, I mean, that is... What you're saying is kind of true in that Mac users are typically going for the easier thing, the thing they also expect to be more secure. So if something that is insecure or, like, it's the same people that get emails. Like, there there are clearly people out here that are responding to spam emails, which is why these companies keep making spam emails. I am, like, there is I a am, market for this. I am a Nigerian prince. If you send me $100, I'll send you a million dollars back. Well, don't forget your social. No, but I'll send you your social for tax purposes. Hello, where's my money? Nope. Nothing. That happened to me once. You gave someone your social? No. <laughs> I I actually, I will say, to my credit, I have never met somebody who has been tricked by an email scam. Well, that's good. I'll I have that. met somebody who has been tricked by a Craigslist scam. Until, was it you? I, I have been tricked by a Craigslist scam. How does one get, what is a Craigslist scam? Well, okay, so here's the story. I, I mean, like, I understand conceptually that the idea exists. What he, happened? So here's what happened with my mom. Um, Somebody posted a, uh, a trailer for Way to release your source. Whatever. She's never going to hear it anyway. Um, somebody released a trailer when they were looking for one like a while back. Um, they put up on Craigslist a trailer. that, And they had a bunch of pictures and everything like that. And they were like, I'm in an army base in Arizona. Contact me using this email. And so my mom sent him an email like, hey, this is a really good deal. And it, basically the whole setup was they were trying to get my mom to send the money before she could actually see the trailer and then when my mom was like all right well can i call you like to talk this out and they're like no sorry the army base doesn't let us use our phones and i'm like as that was when the red flag went for me i was like there's no way that like they would let their use email but not your phone 
But okay, so what happened with you? Okay, uh, I just remember it wasn't a Craigslist scam. It was an eBay scam. Oh, those are even better. <laughs> and it was when I was like 14. Okay, that's fine. So No judgment here. Yeah, it was when I was like 14. But anyway, my iPod broke, and so I was trying to sell it uh-huh. on eBay. And this Nigerian guy, <laughs> never trust Nigerians, What's guys. with the Niger? Whoa. On what's the internet. The, what's with the broad never generalization? Never trust Nigerians on, on the internet. Show um, title. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I need to know about what this Nigerian and did to you. He didn't really do anything to me. He just like say, okay, like I he was gonna sell it for like three hundred dollars or something for like a broken iPod. I don't remember. He, was, he's gonna buy your broken iPod. Yeah, he's gonna buy my book for three hundred dollars. For three hundred dollars, and that and wasn't so, a red flag. I don't. Know, I don't remember. I think it was three hundred dollars. It may have been like one hundred fifty. I don't know. But anyway, he had me ship it to him. And I thought, like, I was supposed to get my money before I ship it to him, yeah. but I got this, like, email from eBay saying we can't really, or I thought it was from eBay saying we can't release your funds until you would get your shipping confirmation. Wow. So, yeah. So I sent it. Did you have you sent it to, like, a P.O. box or something? I'm just wondering how you do that without being traced. I guess you could have it go to your neighbor and then just grab it off their porch. Yeah, I don't know. It was in Nigeria. They don't track things. Oh, you actually sent it to Nigeria. Yes, I misunderstood. No, I so sent now it, this it got story sent to Nigeria. That sounds you paid expensive. Shipping to send it to Nigeria. Yes. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> and well, you see, he <laughs> well, it was, shipping and handling was included in the price he was supposed to get me. So. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Shut up. Go on. No, no, I need, no, to, I, I need to know the resolution well, of this. The, there was much the rest of it, except, like, I put my shipping confirmation in, and, like, then I never got my money. Did you get contact eBay? No, she was 14. I was 14. Did your parents not know? Did you ask your parents permission before going online? At 14, you shouldn't have to do that. What's the legal age for going on the internet? Like, 11. I think there's I, no legal age. It's 13. Okay. I mean, there's no legal age. Just almost every website that you sign up for will say you need to be 13 or older. Well, that's join. because there's, like, laws about 13-year-olds being on the internet. Huh. Yeah, homie. Didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, like, people could get, like, websites could get sued for, like, 13-year-olds getting abducted and, you know, if they don't have those safeguards. Right, I'm just saying, but like, there's usually nothing that'll stop you from going on the internet. Like, well, not, no, there's most websites, even if they require you to be 13 to make an account, aren't going to give any, you like an age gate. Anybody who has ever been to a porn site knows that you can just lie to an age gate. Yeah, for sure. And like, <laughs> but the thing is, they have to have like this. By the way, you're not supposed to be on this if you're under 13, right? In order to not get sued. So yeah, okay. Well, this has been weird. Um. Before we wrap up here, which is where we're headed right now, we would like to remind everybody that the Comedy Roundtable is brought to you by DreamHost. Uh, DreamHost is wonderful if you want to make a website, especially if you want guaranteed uptime and WordPress support. Uh, DreamHost is a powerful web host with packages built for consumers and business. DreamHost powers ComGeek.tv and numerous others across the internet. If you want to start your website, and you should, go to DreamHost.com and use the offer code COMMONGEEK to get 10% off one year of hosting. Doing so will also help support our show so that we can make wonderful content at no charge to you. That's dreamhost.com, offer code commongeek. You should definitely go do that because you don't want us to start charging you because my rates are out of this world. And more importantly, I'm sure you have ideas that you want to get out into the world. You want to start a blog. You want to start a website. You, you want to sell your Etsy stuff. You want to uh, you want to, you want to scribble about things in like a live journal style thing. That's the thing that people still do, right? Wait, like, did live journal have like some kind of support to like... No, wait, no, LiveJournal is so old. I was thinking, like, you were saying, like, you could actually, like, like a... Uh, oh, screw, like, touchscreen like scribble? Like, touchscreen, like, yeah, I was like, you can get hand There's probably somewhere. a LiveJournal app. I mean, they're still around. Yeah. I knew a guy, uh, like, a, a guy I followed on the internet, um, 
That sounds so weird. The, the future is weird. Uh, a guy whose content I followed on the internet, he used a live journal, which required me to go to their website every day to check his stuff out. Yeah, I followed home one time. He used live I journal. I think George R. R. Martin still uses live of journal. Of course. The man, I mean, the man still writes on an Apple II, so like... Does he? Yeah. Oh, he writes that. like he writes his books on like an Apple II that's not connected to the internet. Yeah. Makes sense. I, mean, I guess. At that point, though, at I that mean, point... Like, that requires any research. Yeah. Most productive writers don't write only 250 words a day, but we're not going to get into that. That's a topic for another day. As for now, uh, we are wrapping up. Um, thank you both for being here with me uh, today. I know it was a really far commute for you both to get here from the office and the living room, respectively. From literally in our own home. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for being here. But uh, Ruth, I guess this will probably be maybe possibly the last time you're going to be with us, at least at least while you're in the States. I guess you could Skype in. The last time I'm going to – you mean the first time and the last time I'm going to be yes. with you on this podcast? No. I mean you'll be on the podcast in the future, but we're just going to have to get our Skype set up working. That's a demand, not a question. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. I was so bad at it. No, you were. Oh, gosh, no. Hey, guys, in the comments, tell Ruth how not bad she is. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, Robert. You just did do I that. I know. Robert. Yeah. I want to know the social medias. Oh, well, you can always find our articles at commongeek.tv and uh, let's say follow us on Facebook. That's probably the best way you can get at us right now. Um, as I say, if, uh, if you could, go and leave a comment on the page or share it if you really liked it. And you can also rate us on iTunes. Uh, that's probably the best way you can subscribe to our podcast, which we'd really appreciate. Yeah, that'd be that'd be super duper. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at RC Byler. And I am on just Twitter at TVOJR. And I am on Twitter at Ruth E. Day. Is that okay? I, I wasn't sure. You looked you looked confused, like you didn't remember what your own Twitter handle oh, that's was. That's my Twitter handle. It's Ruth E. Day. I know. I believe you. T H E D A Y. I got it. Yes, thank Thanks, you. Pal. Um, you know, I was actually talking about you in Twitter today. How I'm never on it ever. About how you didn't follow me until I had already lived here for almost a full year. Oops. <laughs> Do you know that? Uh, yeah, we talked about this this morning. Oh, well, okay. I'm sure it wasn't an accident. No. My oh. Snapchat is also Ruthie Day. I'm on that more. You want to follow her on that on those snaps? Yeah, so she can update her story. Yo, get some followers. And, and my Instagram is Ruth Ellen Day. Because Ruthie Day was taken. Oh my gosh, we gotta find that person and break their kneecaps. Wow, yeah, harsh. I know you really care about Ruth's branding. I do. I'm really, I'm really all about it. You should. I got you. Yeah, well, mostly because I'm hoping that Ruth will become very successful in the writing world, so that I can just piggyback off of her success. Yeah, I feel like I have a lot of people in my life who are trying to do that. No, but I'm worried I'm going to disappoint all of them. I don't. We will. I mean, I'm uh, you. You understand that I'm like a. Okay, well, I, I can still write. Like, I don't need you. It would be nice, but I'm, I could do it alone. It's I fine. I like to imagine that my friends and I would, uh, if I got successful, we would be tandem with each other. Like, I would help them, and then they would help me, and then I would help them, and then they would help me. Everybody I, hope you're, I hope you're not planning on me getting successful. Nah, I don't really count. Now. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you, guys. <laughs> this has been a, another strange and wonderful adventure in the Comic Geek Roundtable. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's it for us. And uh, just, Bye. I don't know if the directional microphone will work for that, Bye. but that's cool. That will definitely work. Okay, um, that's it for us here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and remember to call your mom. Sure. Should you really? Yeah, call your mom. But why? Because I said so. I'm Ruth. My grandma said. Can you call your grandma and your mom? My mom is terrible on the phone. Okay. Well, <laughs> hopefully she never listens to this. Call. I've told her this. All right. Well. All right, guys. Robert, call your mom. I will. Ruth, call your mom. 
Call my grandma. Whatever. Don't call somebody. To I talked to my grandma. I talked to my grandma. I talked to my mom already today, so I don't have to do it. I'm exempt from my own rule. 